0: Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is How Much Have Americans Increased Their Homes' Values? Residential real estate in the United States is worth about $37.5 trillion, according to the Federal Reserve's most recent Z1 report. Since it's a lazy Friday, allow me to share some personal info. Back in 2014, about a year after we launched RWM, my wife and I bought and moved into a new home. It was a contemporary model built in 1983, and the sellers were the house's second owners. They were in the midst of a horrific divorce and were a real estate agent's nightmare. He was a jerk, she was too broke to move, the house itself was not maintained for like a decade. They were so difficult to deal with that we walked away from negotiations twice, once to make an offer on another house. Because the home presented so poorly and the sellers were so impossible to deal with, what should have been an unaffordable house to us actually fit within our budget. That, plus very low rates, meant it barely cost us more on a monthly basis than our old house did. Hey, once a value investor, always a value investor. I went into this transaction with my eyes wide open. I knew the entire house needed substantial structural and cosmetic renovations. My best guess was we were getting about a 30% discount versus this house if it were well maintained and, and presented well from the street, and if the owners were rational. Our plan was to tackle a different project each year. Each project would be financed via cheap HELOC cash, which I paid down quickly in order to start the next project. Then came the pandemic. Luckily, we missed the demo date for our kitchen renovation. Demolition was actually scheduled to begin on March fifteenth, 2020. Imagine spending the entire lockdown without a kitchen. Boy, do we get lucky with that one. While that project was on hold, we accelerated another project. We had a three year plan for landscaping the front of the property. It's about 400 feet of street frontage from our driveway all the way up to the street corner. The prior owners had left dozens of giant downed sandy trees chopped up to just rot. And it was worse than an eyesore. It was such a mess. It attracted people dumping stuff on the literally on our front of our property. It was heavily wooded. You couldn't see it from the from the house, but still, who needs that? So mid-pandemic, we thought, hey, having a crew working outside, that seemed safe enough. So we began all of this at the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, before the mad national rush to renovate all of suburbia was in full gear. You know, the plan was to do this in three phases across three years, beginning in 2020. Well, given that we weren't doing our kitchen and we had finished phase one in March of of 2020, we accelerated the process. And in September of 2020, we began phase two. And that went off without a hitch. Now, here we are, August of 2021, and we're wrapping up phase three. So what should have been, I don't know, call it three years plus, ended up being about 16 months. We're just about done. We're still waiting on the last few plans to arrive. Just like everything else house-related, nurseries are short of supplies. But I couldn't help but wonder, as I was looking at my house present so much better than it did originally, what we did to increase the value of the home over the past seven years. And here's the thing. It's not just me. The entire country has plowed an ungodly amount of money into making their homes more livable during the work-from-home pandemic. A lot of this has been more outdoor living, decks, seating areas, pools, hot tubs, any way people could come up with to escape the tedium of living and working indoors all the time. But all this raises a fascinating question. Not counting the supply-constrained price increases or, or just ordinary inflation, how much has the value of real estate in the U.S. been increased due to this massive nationwide renovation, addition, expansion media? It's a challenge to assess. In our case, I put that 30% purchase discount back into the house and then some. I've had agents quote me prices substantially more for the house than we paid for it. I'm going to ballpark about half of it is due to the renovations and upgrades we've made, and the other half is just that increased demand and inflation. I mentioned earlier. So as I was thinking about this, I thought, let me speak with my buddy, Jonathan Miller. He's a real estate wizard. I wanted to ask him how much of the increase in the average price of American homes is a result of all these massive improvements. Americans have just been pouring money into their homes the past year. Does this have an impact? He thinks it's a factor, but he also points to a skew in the mix towards larger houses And he notes the lower end of the market demographics was much harder hit by economic damage from COVID than the typical white-collar work-from-home homeowner. So you have to factor those things in. Some other aspects that are driving home prices higher, obviously the limited supply relative to demand. But the other thing is the mix of sales include a higher average square footage of homes versus the pre-pandemic period and there's a COVID premium being paid on newly renovated or upgraded homes. Since the pandemic began, real estate prices have obviously increased substantially, but the housing market narrative has kind of been turned upside down. According to Miller, pre-COVID sales were soft at the top end. Post-lockdown, it's been inverted with less intensity in the starter mix and lots of action in the higher end. Aggregate pricing reflects that mix, plus those aforementioned other drivers. How much has the massive renovation spree that has been going on in the U.S. since the lockdown impacted real estate? These improvements very likely have raised values, but so far it has yet to show up in the official data. It's a factor worth considering as some people scream inflation. There's a lot more to real estate prices than meet the eye. For more from me, check out the big picture at ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today.